Hey everybody, it's four o'clock. And as I put on my page, I'm going live. I don't know what the next 60 minutes is gonna look like. I put a post out there that I really wasn't feeling my best, but I gotta get this up off me and I'm gonna talk through it. So this particular podcast episode is brought to you by water with a little some extra uh, that's not alcoholic, just a little squeeze stuff. Get you some water. Jesus made the water and it's good for our nourishment. Um, so that's that's that. If you want to chime in, chime on in because we get ready to get this up off me. I don't know what's going on. Uh, I just trust God and I believe that he is going to um, free my mind today. So you can come along for the ride, but you got to have some water. Okay, let's go. What is a critical conversation? A critical conversation is a conversation that, it, that reveals important content, not only about ourselves, but about other people. Critical conversations edify, heal, and provide substance. Join Latanya Harris Gooden as she introduces us to critical conversations right here on Trailblazing Radio. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. This is LHG. I am just coming to let you know that I am an independent paparazzi jewelry consultant. You didn't know that, did you? Well, now you know. So I would love to be your personal jewelry lady. Paparazzi is an amazing company. We sell nickel and lead free jewelry. We are known for our $5 bling, but you just need to know there is an exclusive Z collection that's $25. It's the bling of all bling. When you're really going out on the town and you want to show up absolutely fabulous. So we have items for women. For men and for young fashionistas out there, we don't discriminate. If you need it, I'm sure we got it. You have the opportunity to follow my page on Facebook called Polished on Purpose, a VIP group. Follow my personal page, which kind of here is good. And I have my own website that is at your disposal 24-7. So many ways to shop. So let me be the one that makes sure you are accessorized the way you should be. Because I want you to be published on purpose. My mentor always tells me, when you show up, people are checking you out. They're watching you. So why not be polished, be poised, be purposeful? Glam it up with pop, honey. I got what you need. Everybody, hey everybody, hey everybody. Y'all, excuse me. This is random. This is off the cuff. Um, I did not plan on coming on today. Um, but when I get into these moments where I'm feeling heavy, I just need to um talk through some things and get some stuff off my chest. So if you don't mind riding with me uh for about an hour or so, we'll see how it goes. I don't have any particular thing, but I called this particular pop-up show. Even your worst moments have hydrating lessons. Even on your worst day, even in your worst trial, even when you feel like you don't even know who you are, you don't know if you're going or coming, 
even in those particular moments, God can use those to change the narrative in your life and to really set you up for better. And if you if you don't do this right, if you let these worst moments keep you down, you will miss a golden opportunity for God to really prove his love to you and set you up in such a way that your testimony can help other people. What we go through, Nakori, what we go through, everybody out there, isn't just about us. It really has to do with the purpose and plan God has for our lives. And let me just be really honest. God don't owe you an itinerary of his plan. What he did say in Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you. All he said is, just know there is a plan. He doesn't owe you an email, a detailed description of his plan. If he chooses to reveal bits and pieces of it, in due time, that's on him. He's God, but he doesn't owe you. You don't get to, to uh, put your step of approval on God's plan. You don't get to give a validation or put your signature on God's plan. All he has for us to do is trust him and ride this thing out. So let me go backwards. Welcome everybody to Critical Conversations we just on here talking and kicking it this Sunday evening. And let me just say this. I got me a good shower before I came on. The significance of showers, not just to be clean and fresh, but showers for me, rinse off all negative residue. I'm telling you, showers are spiritual moments for me. Nikori, that is the key point. Can you trust him when you don't even really know what the plan looks like? It's like going to the airport and you flew out to an unfamiliar place and God said, take flight 112 and when I when you get there, someone will pick you up and you have no idea what that someone looks like. Okay, Lord, I'm on the plane and all the way there, I'm wondering, well, how will I know when that someone, you know, is there for me? That's kind of what faith almost is in these worst moments. You know what he told you to do, right? He said, trust me. He said, keep my commandments. Sometimes he'll say, shut up. Sometimes he'll say, stand up. Sometimes he'll say, sit down. So long as you're doing what he told you to do, the plan is the plan. We are not always privy to the intricacies of God's plan for our life. I think the fear of the unknown is what gets us. Nikori says, can you trust him even when? You might not be able to trace him. Woo! Can you trust him in the storm? Blindfolded trust. Listen, that's that's trust. We had a, a leadership training at my job about trust. And they give us these exercises to, to help us trust each other as leaders. And one of the exercises was to stand up and you have another person standing behind you and you literally just fall back because you had to trust that that person behind you was going to catch you. Now, me being me, okay, me being LHG, I said, now, how do I know if that person is equipped to catch all of this here? Because I ain't no small little, little woman. You got to trust it. That exercise taught us that even though you you can't see where you're falling, you don't know where you're going, but can you trust there's somebody behind you that's going to hold you up? That somebody is God. So can you go along with your life through the ups and through the downs? Can you lean all the way back to where your feet are off the ground, knowing that God has your back? And if you pay attention to some of your storms, the way that you know you are really in the right place, NJ, even our storms are different now. Some storms might be, Lord, I got 30 days to make this move. Okay, daughter. And, and he comes through on day number three. Oh, that wasn't too bad, Jesus. And then some storms come, well, Lord, I need this. 
in 15 days. Okay, well, daughter, I'll be there. And he come on day five. But then there are some storms where he says, Laura, I need this in 24 hours. Okay, I need this by 6 p.m. And then here it is, 5.50 p.m. And you ain't heard nothing. And here it is, 5.58 p.m. And then here comes the, the answer. Sometimes your trials even are graduating to different levels because God is really wanting to know. Hi, Dana. God is really wanting to know, are you really in this wholeheartedly or are you just playing and just pretending? Faith really has no plan B. Now, I'm not saying you should not do your due diligence in any situation. But if you know you've done what God has told you to do, you know you are walking in what God told you to walk in. Then your faith says, hey, I'm going to do what he says and I'm going to let him do the rest. So why do we hold on to it? Why do we say, God, I ain't seen you yet. You need some help. God don't need your help. There is nothing you can do to help God do nothing. We don't have that kind of power. But a lot of times he just really wants to see if we can trust him. Like Nicori said, when we can't trace him, we don't have the itinerary. I don't know who is coming to the airport to pick me up, but here I am. But my sheep will hear my voice. Listen, listen, sheep, listen for the voice of God. And cut out all the distractions and stop allowing people who don't mean you no good to have the attention of your ear gate. Some of us are being entertained by the wrong groups of people and the Lord is speaking and you're not hearing because you can't tell which voice is which. Get quiet. Get quiet. So you can know the Lord's voice. The Corey says to the world, faith may look make you look foolish, but to believers, Faith is all that we have. And if you have been in prayer and if you have prayed and asked God to show you at least where to start and you get started, I'm telling you and I'm telling me as I'm looking at my own face on this laptop screen, as long as you do what he said, start what he said to start, he is going to be the finisher. You start it. Get your faith in action. Rev up and get started. God is going to walk us through to the finish line. And we always win. We may not know what each round is going to look like. But as a believer, this game is already set up and rigged. But then there's lessons that we should be learning along the journey. Some rounds are difficult. Some rounds you get knocked out and you don't even have much wind left in your diaphragm, but you still muster up enough strength to stand back up before the bell. I'm down, but I'm not out. So I'm going to say this and, and we're going to just let this conversation flow organically. If you are trusting God for something specific, if you're asking him to deliver in some, in some particular area, you're asking him to open a certain door, you're asking him to make a way out of no way, you lay your petition down before him and you're going to have to trust the process. For I know the plans I have for you. And those plans include prospering you in every area of your life, giving you a hope and a future. That's all the information you're going to get right now about the plan. And that's more than enough for me to say, well, Lord, if you have a hope and a future for me, then I'm just going to walk it out, walk it out. I'm going to walk it out. And don't think it's strange when God puts specific people in your path to push you and to push you out of that comfortable zone you've been hibernating in. If you are too comfortable in that particular arena, how is God going to stretch you to get you to do more? We have become complacent. We become complacent, y'all. And the Corey says, understand that the weight isn't punishment. The weight is preparation for the promises. My former pastor would say, waiting time is not wasting time. 
It's all about what you do in that waiting season. I agree, Nicori. Hi, Tracy. Thank you for coming in. Waiting time is not punishment and it's not a waste of time. What are you going to do in that time while you wait? What are you going to do in the layover between flights? What are you going to do? Are you going to push, persevere, learn, grow, stretch, reach? Or are you going to sit in the corner and wither away and die? Those are the choices. So, yes, when I got up this morning, there was a haze of heaviness on me. My head hurt. I had some interactions that didn't, didn't feel right. I had to really push myself to get up and go to church. But once I got up and got that shower, I'm telling you, y'all going to get tired of talking about showers. Showers for me are opportunities to wash off the ridiculousness of the former day. Whatever got on my nerves, whatever had me scared, whatever had me doubting God, the shower represents wash all the negative residue off and prepare your body, your mind, and your spirit for the newness of life that only God can give. I got a sip to that myself. Jesus! So I told y'all, I don't know what this 60 minutes is going to look like. But I'm going to talk this thing through until this thing lets me go, okay? Because sometimes you just get tired. But I'm telling you, we are so close, NJ. We are so close, Tracy. So close, Dana and everybody watching, to the promise. If you turn around now and go all the way back to the beginning, you're setting yourself up for a longer journey. We got to forge forward. We got to keep pressing. We got to keep pushing because everything could be coming at you. I understand. The dog got an attitude. The cat don't want to meow right. Your spouse ain't acting right. Your employer is acting up. The curtains ain't laying right. Everything could be happening all at one time. But if you get in your prayer moment, in your prayer closet, in your prayer whatever, and you cry out to the Lord and just tell him what's on your heart. I believe he listens to us. I believe he'll speak back to us. Nicori says, I love walking in the rain to wash the mess away. The storm isn't to destroy, but to wash some things away. That is so profound. So while we think the storm is always a bad thing, there's some residue at times that the storm has to come and wash away. There are some people, somebody to hear that. There are some people you've been entertaining that the storm is going to wash away and don't you go back and get them. If they weren't strong enough to stand the storm with you, they weren't meant to be there with you, baby. Listen, let the storm cleanse the streets of your life. Let the storm get all the debris and the ridiculousness out of the corridors of your mind. Let the storm come and cleanse un unrighteousness up off of you. This episode is sponsored by water. Water comes from Jesus. Go get you some hydration because what's happening is we're losing the moisture. We're losing the hydration we need to keep going. We're drying out. We're burning out. And this is not the time to burn out or dry out. You need people in your life that bring moisture, that bring seeds, that bring life. I'm so glad I met Dana, McKellar, and Taka. And every Thursday we are doing her podcast, Lemons to Lemonade, and the Entrepreneur Initiative. She's taught me more in four weeks that many people have taught me ever since I've known them 25 years. We ought to be able to teach each other something. Get you some people in your circle that can teach you or you can teach them or both. Some of us have been fooling around with the same people for so long that we've become stale and molded. Auntie Peggy, good evening. I love you. 
Let me tell you, the aunties is rolling in here. Get you some good aunties like I got me an Auntie Peggy. Get you some people that's going to be in your ear saying you can do it like Nicole Joyce and Tracy Curry and Dana McKellar and Taka. Get you some friends, some people who really, truly want you to win deep down on the inside. Because everybody who's calling you sis, bro, friend, they don't mean that. Some people are calling you that just to get access to you and what you know. God will reveal to you in the storm, those who the storm are going to wash away. And when things calm down, take a look at who's left hanging in the trees. Girl, I'm still here, y'all, holding on by a thread, but I made it. When the storm calms down, look and see who had behind the dumpsters that made it through the storm with you. Let the storm wash away any and everything, any and every one that is not meant to be connected to you in this season. Even the storms, even the worst moments have hydrating lessons. Wow. Allow God to send those people into your life. Every relationship is not God ordained. And that's where we go wrong. In our own flesh, we can hook up and link up to people that we think are good for us or that fulfill a moment of loneliness and desperation. Yeah, I said it. Loneliness and desperation can cause you to link up with people who literally usurp every ounce of energy out of your skull. Yeah, I know I'm extra. But if you will just wait on God and allow him to send people that bring hydration and moisture and fresh ideas, fresh perspective, you need people who are going to bring newness and vitality in your life. If you got somebody who calls you and they never have a kind word, they never are having a good day. It's always a war. It's always a battle. It's always a problem. They can never see the cup half full. It's always half empty. Beware of those people. They're draining you. They're draining you. Come on. Desperation can cause moments of delusion. Nicori, you better start your podcast tonight. Desperation can cause moments of, that's a whole topic right in itself. Yes, Auntie Peggy, there are people that are wolves in sheep's clothing. Yes, yes. Because really and honestly, as a people and as women, I could speak for African-American women, we don't do well in relationships sometimes. Our personalities clash. Our motives aren't always pure. We too busy worrying about their hair and where they get that car from, where they get that man from, where they get that outfit from, that we miss opportunities just to fellowship and learn from one another. We got to do better with that. And I'm, and I'm talking to all women, but I know for, for, for sure in our community, ladies, we just don't seem to connect real good because we have a jealous spirit that comes in and just messes it all up. I want all of the people in my circle to succeed. I pray for everyone. And when they get blessed, let me tell you, I'm in the aisleway jumping and dancing as if it was me. Because I know the same God that blessed Nicori, the same God that blessed Tracy and Auntie Peggy is more than capable of doing the same for me. So this morning, I felt heavy. I felt confused. I felt irritated. I felt aggravated. I just felt like, how did I get here? Have you ever asked yourself that? Hey, Lord, how did I get here in this situation, in this predicament, in this conundrum? How did I get here? Everything I thought was okay. Some trials come and whisk you away so fast you don't even know where you are. But yes, Nicole, the same God. But even in that moment, even as I questioned God, how did I get here? I had to remember wherever that here is, there's no place where he can't come and get me. 
It's an old school quartet song that says, the Lord will pick you up. Even if he got to reach way down. Can you, can you, can you understand that? The Lord will pick you up no matter how far down he got to reach to grab you. So whatever your here is, how did I get here? How did I have this happen? How did this happen? How did this come undone? Whatever that here is for you, it's on God's radar. It's on God's radar and he can still get you and come to you. He still hears you. There's no place on this planet that you can be physically or in your mind that God can't come and get you and rescue you. And that's why I'm telling you, I keep talking about showers. When I get in the shower and I had about three yesterday, literally I'm washing off the residue of pain and anguish. It's a fresh start. It's a clean slate. It's a clean body. So whatever funk and every, whatever else was on you, it's coming off. So when these storms come, and they do come, they do. What I want for myself, I don't want to be so easily shaken where the storm knocks me unconscious and I'm somewhere and needing medical attention. I want to be spiritually mature enough to say, number one, I want to recognize when it's the enemy. The enemy has a very short resume. It says three words, steal, kill, and destroy. So when things come your way that kill your joy, when things come that steal your peace, when things come that rob you of your sanity, you should literally stand flat-footed and say, okay, devil, I recognize that's your handiwork. But, and then you start quoting the word of God. Take you a good shower, wash whatever that mess is off, brush your teeth, get your breath fresh, drink you some water, get you a good lip gloss. I like Mary Kay lip gloss, by the way, and start your day. Because I'm tired of allowing trials and tribulations, hey, Fred, to weigh me down so much where I don't recognize myself. Sometimes stuff happens to you back to back where you become unrecognizable even to you. Like, I thought I was stronger than that. I thought I could handle that. I know the word of God. Why am I worried about that? You can find yourself up at two and three in the morning worrying about some of the craziest stuff. Even in my dreams, I'm worrying. That's messed up. If you even worried in your dreams, that's fear. That's anxiety. And I'm, I'm tired of succumbing to those things to where it robs me of the progress that I'm making and the strides that I'm making in my life. The enemy ain't no joke, y'all. He coming at you especially if you got the goods. If he don't bother you, chances are you ain't no threat. But if he keep tension on you and bothering you and, and egging you over and over again, evidently he's trying to stop you from reaching something that is so great. And if he can distract you and get you off the course, he'll make you forfeit your blessing. Stay the course. We've been seeing this all year. Stay the course. What's to come has got to be better than what's being. And I want y'all to share this. I want you all, I need you all to help me grow this platform. Not just mine, but trailblazers as a whole. I want, we want to grow. We want to get this content out to the masses. I want to grow my jewelry business. So if you know people who are stylists, Tell them to come find me to style the jury, okay? If you have businesses and you want to advertise on our shows, email us at trailblazers with the Z, radio at gmail.com. Nicole says a robber will never rob an empty bank. Girl, I could throw my shoe at the screen. The devil sees your greatness. It is time for us to see our greatness. That's a whole word. Nicole, you are just. You just dropping it today. The reason why the enemy keeps bothering you and 
trying to egg you and to get a, a rise out of you is because he realizes that there are some things that are in route to you that are going to bless your knee has off. But if he gets you to move just enough out of the way of it, it's going to bypass us. We want to be in the line for our blessings. We want to be in the path so that everything God has for us lands right on us. But if you are so busy arguing with people, getting into stupid fights with people, letting folks get under your skin, you will miss it. I don't want to miss anything that God has for me. I want everything he has for me in this season and every season. So if you find yourself in a place where everything you thought you knew has been challenged, your life as you knew it, your sense of normalcy doesn't exist anymore. If you've been in that place, hold on a little while longer. If you've been in a place where you're like, this ain't even like me. This ain't even supposed to happen to me. What in the flim flim shimmy sham is this? Yeah, that kind of situation. Hold on a little while longer because I just feel like it's going to be all right. I understand that it's a late in the midnight hour kind of thing. I know that. And that's stressful when you just need something so bad by a certain time. And you watching the time go by. Lord, you ain't did it yet. Lord, when you going to do it? Lord, I need it. Lord, hey, where are you? That's stressful. But I'm telling you, even if it happens at 11.59 p.m. And you were supposed to have it by midnight. I've seen God come in the nick of time like that. I've seen him do it. I have. I've seen him send people my way. To bless me. There are people who are assigned to bless you. My prayer is that the people who are assigned to bless you find their way to you. But then there's going to be people that you are assigned to bless. You can't be just receiving and not giving. So even though you're in a place right now where you may not have much to give, it's going to flip real soon where you're going to be the one giving and you're going to be the one helping and you're going to be the one planting seeds. So just Hold on a little while longer. I'm talking to myself. I'm talking to myself. It's going to be all right. NJ says, I just have a feeling that everything will be okay. Me too. My faith in God says, daughter, I got you. Come on. And it is going to happen suddenly, Nicori. Girl, you just have to find at least that one person that can rock with you when you may not feel like rocking, but they still show up like, you all right? I mean, I don't have much, but here go $5. I don't have much. Go get you a cup of coffee. I don't have much, but I can pray. I'm used to being the giver. Lord Jesus. <sighs> okay. I'm used to being the giver. Okay. So when I can't give, it hurt. When I can't do for people like I want to do, it hurts. It hurts. Hey, auntie. It hurts because my heart wants to be able to help everybody. But when I don't even have it for myself, it's like, Lord, what am I doing? But friendship doesn't always mean you can fix it. Friendship could mean just be there. Just be there. It's so much I want to do. It's so much I wish I could do. And I'm used to having the resources to just do it. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. But when you can't 
and you watching people you love go through so much, it hurts. It hurts. So I came on here because I was starting to feel like I was just worthless. Thank you, Nakori. I love y'all so much. And if I don't have nothing else, I'm, I'm always praying for my people. Just how these eyelashes might land on, on my shirt. Don't, don't judge. It's not going to always be like this, though, y'all. We have to start to envision us in a better place. You got to see it before you see it. You can't wait until it's physically in front of you. Real faith starts to vision things before they even happen. That's real faith. Real faith says, I may not know where my next meal is coming from, but what I do know is when I do get the resources, I'm going to have chicken, I'm going to have potatoes, I'm going to have corn, I'm going to have salmon. My faith says, I may not be in the home that I'm supposed to be in right now, but I'm going to go online and find the one that I really love and I'm going to pray that it's mine. That's the kind of faith I believe God is looking for. And even in the season where you're struggling, God can still use us. Thank you, Nicole. I probably just needed a good cry today. <laughs> That's probably what I needed. Even in the season, where you feel like your worst. For example, <laughs> it's always this running joke when a woman goes to the corner store with her head wrapped up, no makeup, with her PJs on looking crazy. Those are the times that she get hit on by, by the most men. <laughs> because it's like, you like me and I'm looking crazy? I clean up well, but today I ain't cleaned up. Same principle. Same principle. It's not going to always be like this. It's not going to always be a storm. There's going to come a time when the storm moves and the clouds open up and you can really start to see the light of day. The thing is, what are you going to do in the meantime and in between time? Will God find you in gratitude or will he find you complaining? Okay. Complaining is not going to move things any faster. You write on this too shall pass. And yes, CEO, in our worst times, we find that we are stronger than we perceive. And that's why I said, I named this, even in your worst situation, there's hydrating lessons. Hydration is like water. So even in the driest of places, even when you feel as though God is so far removed from you, get around some people, get in the word of God and get hydrated. I always say when I come on here, have your water, right? That's because every time I go to the doctor, they're asking me how much water I drink. They're asking me about my food intake. So evidently, Hydration and the right kind of foods lead to a better life. So take that and make it spiritual. You need spiritual hydration. You need spiritual nutrition. You need the right people, the right ministry, the right church, where you are getting hydration in your dry place. You do not have to suffer alone. And I ask you, I beg of you not to. Because an idle mind is the devil's playground. So if you're the person that's always at home, don't want to go nowhere, don't want to talk to nobody, that is where the enemy can get in your head and tell you some things that can take you out of here. Hi, Elder Cobb. We have got to push through this. I'm pushing. This morning when I posted, I felt crazy. I felt confused. I felt lost. Like, what is this on me? What is this? Oh, get this off of me. This is not me. That's how you know it's the enemy too, because it don't even feel like you. It don't even sound like you. That's how I know it's the enemy. 
What is this on me? I know greater has got to be coming because he really is trying to attack me in every area. Every area. But we are overcomers. Yes, Tracy. Shake it off. Get that shower. Wash it off. Get you some, listen, I got my stress relief from Bath and Body Works with the eucalyptus and the mint, baby. That stuff works. Shake it off. Wash it off. Dust yourself off. Get that stuff off of you. Get it off of you because the longer it sits on you and festers, the worse off you're going to be. God is still in control. Yeah, I know. You don't know what I'm dealing with, LHG. This is hard. I may not know, and you don't know what I'm dealing with. But what I do know, we are dealing with something. So if you trust God and you trust the word of God, where it says he had a plan for you, just know there is a plan. You may not know the breakdown of that plan. God don't owe you a copy of no, no plan. What he just said is just ride, Clyde. I used to ask my mama when I was little, mama, where are we going? Just ride, Clyde. I thought my name was Clyde for years. What she was saying was, stop asking questions and just be glad you're going somewhere. Ooh. Elder, I have to talk it through. I had to. I had to. Because I didn't like what I was feeling. I didn't like what I was feeling deep down on the inside. Yes, NJ, it won't always be like this. There's going to be a time that we're going to look back on this and say, Lord, I thank you for how you brought me out of a, out of a pit. It won't always be like this. Yes, you might be in the middle of a storm. Where it's the heaviest rain, the heaviest winds, the roofs are peeling off of the buildings. You might be in a Hurricane Katrina type of storm in your life. But you better hold on with everything you got. That's right, Elder Cobb. God has not just any plan, but a good plan, a hope and a future. Glory to God. That's all I need to know. Now, if he choose to give me little bits and pieces, that's up to him. But I don't, I can't put my approval on God's plan. That's his plan for me, not my plan for him. All I can do is get in position, get locked and loaded, get ready, get ready, get, get ready, get ready for what he has for me. I want to be in the right place at the right time with the right mindset for what he has for LHG. I don't know what next looks like. I had somebody ask me that. Well, LHG, what's next? Child, I don't know. But I know there is a next. And I know that I'm moving forward. And I know that God's plan for me is not going to have me stagnant. That I do know. Come on, Auntie Peggy. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. I done done my weeping. Let me dry it up. Try to keep these little eyelashes on. Child, if you got to weep, get your weeping out the way. Get all your weeping out the way because here come the joy, boo. Yes, auntie, I believe something huge is coming. I receive it in the name of Jesus. And yes, we have to get ourselves out of the way. Sometimes we are simply doing too much and we just in the way like a pesky fly. You know how you get it to fly in your house? What, what is, and it's just pesky. Get on out here, fly. Don't make God have to get his flash water on you because you in the way. Let me drink to that. Lord, help me. You don't want God to get his 
spiritual fly swatter and swatch you out the way because he's doing his good work. Because if he begun that good work, he is faithful to perform it and work that thing all the way out in you. Even in your storm, he's walking his plan out in you. Woo. My God today, don't let God have to flash watch you out the way while he's doing his good work because you're nosy and you got to know everything. He told you all you need to know. He has a good plan and you got a bright future. Now get somewhere and sit down and do what he told you to do and be patient. Come on. Get your hands off of it. We have the fear of the unknown, Corey. We are control freaks. If we don't know what time is going to happen, where it's going to happen, how it's going to happen, what color is going to look like, what texture it's going to have, we get uncomfortable. But you got to learn that when it comes to faith, you might not have all the intel, but be intelligent enough to know that God is still in control. Yes. Do what he told you to do and move forward and let him handle the rest. I don't know exactly what my next is, but I believe it's going to be greater than my now. That's just what I believe. And I believe that he brought all of you on this show in the live chat for us to encourage each other. Because I meant what I said this morning. I'm like, and let me apologize to my sisters. I was in my feelings this morning. I, I felt I felt really unappreciated. I felt overlooked. I felt overwhelmed. And I might not have been the kindest to y'all, some of my sisters. So I apologize. I was really in my, and, and guess what else is happening, y'all? I'm going through pre-menopause. <laughs> My hormones is weird. My hormones is weird. I'm almost 50. I'm going through premenopause. So y'all pray. Because sometimes the hormones just be everywhere and you just, woo. So I just have to stay in a posture of prayer and gratitude each day. Ask God to help me regulate the emotions I feel. Keep my mind on him. Not get distracted and allow his plan to unfold in my life. That's right, Nicole. Either I'm going to trust him or I'm not. I can't ride the fence. Either you're all the way in this thing or you got you to get out the way. Either you're going to commit and ride this thing out full throttle or you got to come up off the freeway. Don't come down on the freeway doing five miles an hour. You're going you're gonna to get hit. Some of y'all stay on the surface streets. The freeway is just too fast for you. It's just too fast for you. <laughs> Woo! Girl, Nakori, thank you. I feel those prayers. And I'm praying for each one of y'all too. Yeah, Tracy, you better ask the Lord to help your girl because these hot flashes, the hot flashes are coming. The hormonal changes are coming. But I got my sisters. Okay. Thank you, Elder Cobb. <laughs> I just love you. I just love you. And God is really showing me, me, in this time of transition. A lot of times when certain kinds of storms come up on us, it's to show us something that we might have overlooked in the hustle and bustle of everyday life. Sometimes the storms limit where you can go. Listen, okay? Because you need to sit still and reflect on some things or some behaviors that need to change, okay? Some storms just plainly sit your behind down and learn and revamp and go back to the basics Get saved again, get filled with the Holy Ghost again. Hey, get dipped in the water a couple more times, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes, I'm all in. But I know God has a plan for each and every one of us.
And when he gave me the whole concept of critical conversations years ago, and I was just doing it on Facebook, it wasn't really big or anything. Um, it was to talk about issues that people are uncomfortable with talking about. And some people will never get on a screen and say they're not okay. They'll never do that. Me, I'm just honest. I'm just honest. As women of faith, we've been through too much and learned too much not to share with one another. We have to share. Elder Cobb, I'm so glad you said that. That's the whole premise of this show, to share your experiences, to share how God has changed you. And Elder Cobb's testimony of forgiveness. If you have not purchased her book, Free to Forgive, you need to follow her and get it. Because a lot of what we're dealing with has been rooted in unforgiveness. Whether it was a divorce, the death of a parent or loved one, some of us have been harboring so much anger and so much bitterness and so much frustration that we literally are shortening our, our lifespan. If you are harboring unforgiveness in your heart, Get in prayer. Yes, Nicori, a planner is about to blow our minds. As women, many of us have been put in predicaments where we've had to be leaders, single moms, we're bosses. We've had to make something out of nothing, make a whole meal out of a bag of flour and two scoops of Crisco. So when you have gone through those kind of valley experiences, sometimes it makes you kind of brittle and easy to break but we got to get our strength back and to me confession breeds healing when you talk about some things you've been dealing with amongst trusted people i believe god can use your confession to begin to heal you from the inside some of us have been harboring so much pain that we haven't given a voice to, it's turned into disease. It's turned into eating too much, eating not enough, headaches, back aches, neck aches, toothaches. Some things need to come up and out. And yes, our testimonies are for others, not for ourselves. God has been too good to us not to share with the world. Come on, Nicole. All it takes is a memory. So when I come on my podcast, trust me, there is something that God is freeing me from. And I'm just choosing to share these moments with you because I like to be free with my people. We all are in different places, different areas in our lives, but we've all had storms. We've all had things happen to us that we would have never thought would have happened, that we would have never thought we would have survived. If you've heard Sandra Cobb's testimony, you will say you survived that and you were able to forgive that. Listen, whatever is troubling you down and in, down deep, it's toxic, it's poison, and it's not meant to fester inside your body. It's a foreign bacteria that needs to come up and out. And if you aren't careful, it will infiltrate your good organs and snatch you out of here prematurely. Get it up and out. Therapy, Jesus, biggie sized it, okay? Biggie sized. Get you some good trusted sister friends, brother friends that you can pray with, talk to, cry with. Listen, I got a real ugly cry. And I got some sisters who rock with me through the ugly cry. Listen, because my heart says we should all reach the top together. I want us to succeed and be whole in every area together. We're better together. I don't want anybody to feel like they ain't got nobody. Yes, elder. Our God is faithful. He's faithful to us all. And yes, praise God for safe havens. 
safe places where we can come together and, and just let things out and connect. Fellowship is serious. That's the good thing about social media. We can fellowship, y'all. I didn't plan on coming on here tonight, but I know that if I talk this thing through with y'all and I knew y'all would start commenting, it would lift up off me and I feel lighter between that good shower and a good conversation, a critical conversation, I feel lighter. So now what I'm going to do is get my notebook and plan out my week. For those of you who are like me and you have a diagnosis of anxiety, Sunday night is a good evening to sit down with your cup of water in a nice healthy snack and plan out your week. Don't overload each day. You are one person. You have one human body. Take out your notebook and plan. What does Monday through Friday look like for me? What are the must-dos, okay? The things I must do and the things that might be nice to do. But start with the things you know you must do, okay? Get your planner, whatever you use to keep your days in order. Don't overwhelm each day. Give yourself an appointment of prayer and meditation and, and gratitude, journaling, whatever you need to do in the morning. We got to command our morning. Just like we have to have a good breakfast, start your day spiritually in a good posture every morning. Make some declarations out loud in the morning. Okay, rebuke the devourer of the enemy early in the morning. Seek him early in the morning. Command your day, all right? And then when that day comes to an end, seal it with a praise. Seal it with gratitude. How you start it and how you end it and everything in between is very important. I'm getting ready to get up off here. I want you to have a good evening. Please share, tag, follow critical conversations and trailblazers radio also our sister coco is still in need of medical treatment that insurance does not cover i'll put the gofundme in the chat i have my jewelry business if you are um going out on a town you got some big events coming and you want affordable jewelry hit me up i got what you need oh that felt good I'll drink to that. I thank you for coming along um, this journey. And tonight at 7 p.m., the CEO of Trailblazers Radio is doing a check-in at 7 o'clock. Is that correct, Mr. Beating? It's 5 now where I'm at. 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. Come on back for Mr. Beating's check-in. If you have ever been in the studio with his check-ins they're very transparent he's sharing something special tonight you need to go on youtube and subscribe to trailblazers radio so you're going to have your notifications set so when any of our programs are on you get a ping ding or cha-ching whatever they give you and you can tune in so mr Beatty, the ceo of trailblazers radio is coming on at 7 p.m for a check-in and you want to be in the studio audience in the live chat. I love each and every one of you. I thank you for coming on and encouraging me. It's just a temporary storm. It's not going to be uh, my be y'all end all. It's not my destination. It's a layover. I trust God to do everything he's promised me that he'll do. You just have those moments where you just aren't comfortable with the plan, but I'm still in the game. Don't count me out. I'm still here. This, okay. The topic tonight, Mr. Beatty has put his sermon topic. He preaching on lemons and lemonade tonight. The CEO was preaching on lemons and lemonade tonight. Get in here at 7 PM. I love each and every one of you. Elder, I'm about to call you. Oh, just take a deep breath. Whew. We still here. We still here. That means God is still using us. God is still in control. Whew, a deep breath means you're alive. I'm alive. 
and ain't nothing the devil going to do to knock me off my square. God is in me. He's giving me people like y'all to hold me up. So I'm okay. And I celebrate better. Better. Good night, everybody. I love y'all.